it is a kid's innovation innovative mind it is a kid's ability to critically analyze things it is the ability of the kids to find a solution it is the ability of the kids to communicate it is the ability of the kids to take leadership and you know find solution to problem these are the ones which actually matters and not the iq of a kid but our education system is still basically dependent on iq as a model so if you are going to hire someone based on their marks then i'm very sorry you're not going to get right kind of talent so that's why you know i'm very happy about the startups and their culture where they actually don't bother about the mass scored by a kid rather they want to look at a person holistically and this holistic education is the need of the hour. welcome to episode 9 of the learn and unlearn podcast join me today as i have a conversation with professor shankar beldur career mentor corporate trainer and author of the book at the crossroads how to make the right choice for a successful career this book became the amazon number 1 bestseller book in the career choices category this book has also made it to the list of all time best books under the career choice category by book authority a california based world's leading portal for recommendations on non fiction books Professor Shankar Bellur is also a certified global career counselor from the University of California, Los Angeles. Welcome to the show sir. It's an honor to have you here. Thank you Gautam. You recently launched a YouTube uh, channel yeah. uh, especially to help uh, uh, students in the 10th and 12th standard decide the path ahead. Yeah. Can you please talk about the reason you uh, launched this? Yeah, in fact, the reason is uh, pretty sad news. One day, you know, on my FB page, I saw one of my friend, you know, putting a post, and the post uh, message was something like this, because it was, uh, you know, the corona was at its peak in and around Bangalore, and uh, it seems the person who had put the post had very recently lost. one of his nephew that boy had committed suicide because the kid had failed in the board exams 12th board exams and he wanted to be there you know for the last rites but unfortunately because of covid restriction he was not able to so he put a post stating that are asking the local police to cooperate with those family members who want to you know ensure uh, that they are in the uh, program or the event concerning the last rites and uh, this made me you know think now are we not considering the value of a young kid who is committing suicide just because you know he or she has failed in certain academic subjects or is it more uh, worthy of our consideration that they need to be cooperated and helped by the police to ensure that you know the last rites are done peacefully and uh, with dignity and when i was thinking about this a thought suddenly you know struck me we claim that we are technologically so evolved and so advanced in fact you know man kind has made lot of uh, progress in when it comes to technology but as human beings are we failing in our basic duties of connecting with our fellow humans if a kid even in this age considers that he or she has to end their life just because they failed in an academic examination 
then what sort of society you know are we trying to build so i decided that you know i need to talk to such students and talk to parents of such students whose kids are probably failing the exams or not performing in the academic exams according to the standard set by the society i wanted to tell them life is any time bigger than academics there is absolutely no reason or cause to lose hope just because of not clearing an exam in fact they need to look at the other ways and also you know be hopeful about the future so i wanted to get across this message to the parents and student community therefore you know i started my youtube channel wherein basically i am trying to tell the kids in the present age there are simply so many more options and opportunities available to the student community and it is not necessarily that they have to do very well in academics to kick start their career in fact you know there are many opportunity which are based only on talent if you have a talent for a particular domain if you have the required skills then certainly you can have a very successful career based on that it it only requires grit and determination and hard work from the kid so therefore you know i started my youtube channel with this idea and for my initial uh, few videos i think uh, till now i have probably made around 8 to 10 videos and i've got pretty decent response for all these videos that's a wonderful initiative sir and i really wish you all the best in this thanks gautam what do you think should be the role of uh, parents and teachers in uh, enabling children to identify their potential yeah in fact you know this particular aspect has gained more importance and significance in recent times because unlike our times you know we had very few career opportunities and there was not much to choose from but for the present generation the millennials the centennials or you know the generation z whatever we call them because of the world economy opening up big time because of more and more nations doing well economically the job markets have undergone quite a lot of changes in fact there has been a paradigm shift in the job markets in terms of opportunity in terms of skill set in terms of personality required to suit the present day jobs therefore it becomes very important both for the teacher community as well as the parents to understand who their kids are in terms of certain parameters unfortunately it so happens that in the formal education system either because of paucity of time or because the teachers don't have enough expertise or patience they don't spend enough time with the kid therefore the role of parents becomes all the more important here first thing is the kids in the initial stage should be encouraged to explore lot of things this need not start something as a professional engagement it can just be as a hobby if a kid is interested in arts or music or pottery painting or sports dance yoga whatever could be the domain the kid just need to be encouraged to explore all of this and over a period of time by observing the kids intensity and involvement in a particular activity as parents and teacher they'll be able to make out what is that the kid is really enjoying doing it i always you know when i interact with the kids 
I generally ask them, you know, have you identified your passion? And most of the kids say no. Though few kids, you know, claim something as their passion. And generally from the kids, I get this question, how to identify one's passion? I don't want to give them any technical definition or, you know, create any confusion in them. So I have just simplified this uh, process and tell them, you know, you basically have to answer three questions. What is that one activity which you are prepared to do even if you don't get any recognition? What is that one activity which you are prepared to do even if you are not rewarded? What is that one activity which you are prepared to do just for the sake of being happy? That activity in which you are involved should give you happiness. You should not bother whether that activity is giving you recognition, whether it is going, giving you rewards. And if you enjoy doing it, then more or less you have found out your core passion. And the next stage of this is, as you grow up, if your passion more or less remains the same core, which you have identified during your growing up years, then the challenge is, now you need to identify a paying career, which is in alignment with this core passion. So the whole idea is, if a kid can identify its passion and as he or she grows up, if this can be converted into a paying profession and, you know, they're settled for life. I'm not saying, you know, the profession will be the same, especially for this generation, since their span of attention is so less, since they are so demanding and since, you know, a lot more things keep coming in the job market in terms of job profile in terms of better opportunities, it keeps changing. But to start with, they need to start in a domain which they really enjoy you know, working on. Therefore, I always feel that parents have a much major role here compared to teachers because teachers are basically oriented towards you know academics, completion of syllabus, preparing the kids for exams. Whereas when the kids spend their time at home, it, the onus is on the parents to see how they can encourage the kids allow them to explore and experience and over a period of time, they should be able to help the kid identify its core passion. Unless you encourage the kids to explore and experience, I don't think any technology is going to later help to identify the passion of the kid or its strengths. So the, the parents also should keep documenting as and when you know the kid goes through various stages of growth that at what stage what the kid was interested in say in, in their primary schools and then in higher primary and once they move on to college can they see you know any logical link between these passions or their areas of interest if not what basically you know settles down as a passion once you are a teenager or you are a young adult and we need to find a career options or an opportunity in alignment with that because that passion is going to stay with the adult for a pretty long period of time. Exactly. As you rightly mentioned, the first step is to identify what a person likes yeah, and then uh, see if it can uh, fetch you money. Exactly. Because, you know, we need to find a balance between you know, our passion and uh, money, commercial uh, success. Because at the end of the day, we all know that, right? It's, if you are just doing, if you are doing good at something, if you are successful in something, or if you have excellence in a particular domain, and if your outcome, your productivity, your contribution, if it is not converting into commercial success, 
then probably over a period of time as an individual we are very likely to lose interest so therefore we have to see that our passion will also pay as a profession so because you know career success is very important you know for an individual because it's going to impact every other uh, you know uh, phases or the, uh, other aspects of an individual's life it could be work life balance or it could be the quality of relationship you are going to have with your family and for all of the or it could be you know your aspirations financial goals or other aspirations for you to take care of all your other aspirations and goals you have to be pretty successful in your career because only when you are successful you will also be able to earn more so therefore it's pretty important that we see a connect between our passion and the profession which is going to pay well according to our strengths and it's also equally important that parent should or the kid should identify its weakness also because logically it makes lot of sense we need to avoid any career where you know our weakness would be exploited or our weakness will be exposed so therefore awareness about the individual in terms of strengths in terms of interest in terms of weakness in terms of you know our overall personality because you take any career for that matter if that is not in alignment with your personality or what in our uh, you know tradition we call it swadharma if that alignment is not seen then you can take it from me you cannot be in that profession or in that career for a long time you cannot sustain yourself this happened with me when i started my career you know i was only 20 year old i got a job in indian railways i worked in indian railways for 14 years but the kind of job profile what i had i was a ticket examiner i had to penalize passengers without ticket i had to penalize passengers who used to have luggage more than what they were permitted for but the kind of mindset and the personality i had it hardly allowed me to penalize the passengers thereby impacting my productivity and i was never able to reach the target given by indian railways or my department so this made them question my competency and you know they perfectly had every right to question my competency because i was not delivering so therefore you know in the indian railways itself i could not sustain myself for very long after some period of time i thought okay i cannot do this i am i am just not you know competent or i am just not in alignment with the requirement of this particular job or job profile so i had to look for something else then one day i decided okay let me move out of it though there was lot of resistance you know of quitting a safe and secure central government job but i had to do it because i had to find my peace of mind i had to find my cup of tea so it was very imperative for me to quit railways look for other options and settle down in my area of interest or in my area of passion or strength and today whatever i am been doing i doing completely voluntarily i am doing willingly and i am doing things happily commercially i never consider you know what what was the consequence of my career change but as an individual i am so happy with whatever i am doing i think you know that is enough for me so therefore it's very important that the parents and the kid understand the personality of the kid the strengths of the kid the interests of the kid the weakness of the kid and what possibly could, could form the core passion of the kid so that they can later find a career in alignment with all these parameters very true i think it can be summed up as the 
combination of passion building the necessary skills yeah. and then seeing if those skills have a demand in the market exactly. i think if uh, we find the right combination like this the chosen career would definitely be lucrative certainly because we all know that you know in today's changed job market unless an individual possess the right kind of skill set and the attitude or you know it should be measured as emotional intelligence of an individual because you know a couple of years back when uh, ginny rometti was about to move out of office as ibm global ceo she had uh, made a statement with regard to the change in the hiring policy of ibm she made it very clear going forward we as a company would not make formal education as mandatory for our hiring instead of formal uh, education we would be basically looking at two important parameters and according to her it was one was the skill set other was the emotional intelligence she felt that if any potential candidate who is going to come to ibm if he or she can make themselves comfortable with the work culture with the expectation of the management in the organization and if he or she possesses the right kind of skills then for them formal degree is no more mandatory if they have it fair enough well and good if they don't have it that is not going to impact even in terms of the valuation of the candidate and what probably has started in ibm has certainly you know been picked up by other leading technological companies like apple microsoft google and we know that you know what starts in us will certainly catch up throughout the globe and i think going forward you know, the parents have to be aware of this formal education is certainly required but when it comes to hiring especially for the niche kind of jobs more than the formal education it is a skill set and the emotional intelligence of the candidate which is going to seal the deal for them and emotional intelligence cannot be taught to a kid because it is part of your personality it's part of your attitude because you know i generally believe that you know once you work on your personality it will take care of your attitude and once you take care of your attitude the behavior of the kid and thereby the intelligence emotional intelligence of identifying your own emotions and also identifying the emotions of your counterparty in your conversations in your interaction becomes that much more easier so therefore end of the day for anyone to build a sound personality of the kid the kid should also be given certain basic values and all these values and personality can be honed better at home therefore i see a very major role of parents in honing the skill set personality attitude emotional intelligence of a kid at home absolutely such a holistic education is very much required yeah in fact you know when you are talking about holistic education gautam i have uh, written a book it was uh, released last year i titled it as at the crossroads how to make the right choice for a successful career this book went on to become amazon number 1 best seller and as a icing on cake uh, this was also recognized as one of the all time best books under career choices category by none other than book authority a san francisco based leading portal which curates and recommends non fiction books released all over the globe so in this particular book at the crossroads 
I have mentioned about holistic education. In fact, you know, for all these years, we have been talking about education, the issues which are plaguing our education system, and you know, why is that we are not being able to change the education system su to suit the present requirement or the need of the economy or of the corporate. I remember probably it's more than a decade back, Mr. Narayan Murthy, Infosys founder chairman, he made a statement. And of course, his statement was based on some uh, survey done by a, an organization. He said almost 90% of the engineering graduates coming out of the, our institutions are simply not employable. And most of the academicians, they took an offense towards this and said, how can he make such a generic statement? But the reality is what, you know, Mr. Narayan Murthy said. Today, our education system, right from our uh, primary education till higher education, more or less is based on standardization. It's like one question, one correct answer. It doesn't encourage a student to think otherwise. So for the student to get the right answer, whether they understand it in a particular way or not, they just have to learn it by rote. So our whole education system, especially the primary education system, was based on rote learning. If you can just, you know, look at the picture, it was all about academy, sorry, syllabus, learning by rote, examinations, and the results. It was on these four pillars, you know, the entire education system was built. So thereby encouraging the kids in order to get more marks, because those marks, you know, more or less had a great impact on their future career. So they had to, you know, maximize their outcome. So in this process, learning was the ca biggest casualty. Neither the teacher nor the student focused on learning. The excitement and fun, fun of learning was simply taken out of our education system. Rather, it was replaced by learning by rote. Whether you understand a concept, I don't care, but you have to learn it, mug it up. And when the when a question is based on this concept, this is how the question is going to appear and this should be your answer. So we were producing you know, an army of literates who were not able to think. And today, when it when you know, previously when we were speaking about skills, World Economic Forum conducted a survey you know, in the corporate world and based on their inputs and also based on the inputs of certain leading institutions, came out with a list of skills. It has got around 10 to 12 skills, like you know, critical thinking, problem solving, design thinking, communication, leadership, and you know, cognitive uh, flexibility. These are some of the skills you know, which I can uh, recollect uh, from amongst the list. And they said, going forward, unless the students are trained on these skills, they will simply not be employable, nor they can be productive in the corporate world. But unfortunately, in our education system, we don't have this component of skills training at all. We are basically focusing only on the academic orientation. And therefore, what is the biggest casualty of the system is, our students were not trained to think innovatively. The so-called lateral thinking or out-of-the-box thinking was not incorporated or embedded in our education system. 
therefore even today despite so many decades of our independence we don't have one global product which is a brand and known the world wide over for example tesla of us such a futuristic company with so many innovative projects we don't have one such company in india or it could be a ferrari or it could be a sony of japan we don't have such product companies which is a global brand from india and the same indians when we go outside the say in germany or uk or us we become so innovative that we are coming up with solutions very innovative solutions to existing problems it could be satya nadella it could be you know sundar pichai it was indra nuye you, you can take any number of names but but the same indians when they stay back in india are not able to contribute this effectively or this efficiently basically because in the education system we have not built an ecosystem where we encourage the kids to think you know what even in the post graduation level i teach these uh, mba grads in b schools when i give them a case study and when i ask them to discuss and you know come to some conclusion and provide solution to your case most of them would like to come with the right answer so they will be looking at clues from me as a faculty sir what possibly could be the solution for this what is the right answer for this i tell them there is nothing like right answer you have to substantiate your solution with facts with data with logic you should be confident enough to say that you know your model your solution is going to work for this problem but since we don't encourage the kids right from the primary education to think out of the box because i have seen you know in many schools uh, when the students keep asking questions you know to the teachers i have seen many teachers losing their patience and sending the kids outside the classroom as a form of punishment so what does the kid now understand if i question if i want to know more then that would be treated as a nuisance and i will be punished so we are snubbing the kids curiosity because we all know that kids are you know born natural scientists they are born curious so if i cannot ignite that spark of inquisitiveness in them if i cannot flame it up then what essentially we are doing as education system is we are just curbing their growth we are telling them it's only marks which is going to define you does the reality does the system encourage or approve this unfortunately no i'm very happy about it now because most of the organization i had some issues with so called established mnc's also because you know they have, even today you know they have this hiring criteria from 10 standard there should be some 80% plus 70% plus 90% plus i feel it is ridiculous even today in this age and world when a kid's iq is not going to help you in finding solutions to your problems it is a kid's innovation innovative mind it is a kid's ability to critically analyze things it is the ability of the kids to find a solution it is the ability of kids to communicate it is the ability of the kids to take leadership and you know find solution to problem these are the ones which actually matters and not the iq of a kid but our education system is still basically dependent on iq as a model so if you are going to hire someone based on their marks then i am very sorry you are not going to get right kind of talent so that's why you know, i am very happy about the startups and their culture where they actually don't bother about the mass code by a kid rather they want to look at a person holistically 
and this holistic education is the need of the art in fact you know in my book i have uh, spoken about a, a traditional gurukula system which was a wonderful model for holistic education in our ancient tradition of gurukula unless the guru taught that a kid is completely equipped and enabled and can take up the challenges of the outside world his education would never be complete and guru would never give the kid permission to go out of the gurukula in fact if you look at the way you know the education was imparted in gurukulas i can you know give you a small example of mahabharata where you know if you take the case of pandavas there were five brothers each of the pandava was trained on a specific skill and how did guru dronacharya decide who should learn what because they used to spend time with the kid understand them observe them encourage them to explore and then the guru used to decide you should take up this particular skill because i think you are good at it this is how you know each one of the brothers was a specialist in a particular skill are we doing that no because our education system now you know though we might day mackerle but britishers left us in 1947 until now what is that we have done with our education system we are very religiously just following the same old uh, tamru we are not brought in any change and luckily and fortunately for this and next generation the present incumbent government came up with a policy national education policy 2020 and this is supposed to be implemented from on or before the academic year of 22 that is next year so they still have one more year before that all school managements and all stakeholders have to come together and for the first time government has given a policy direction to change our education system to suit the present day requirement where the holistic education is the key so the policy is based on that and hopefully if all state governments and all stakeholders of education take this seriously as a opportunity of uh, one time and implement the necessary changes i'm very sure in the next couple of decades we will have lot of innovative companies with lot of world patents and coming up with you know on on a global scale with very innovative products and solutions for the existing problems which we are facing at a global level we can because you know this whole nep is based on the holistic education so therefore you know the weightage which was given to term and exams and marks is certainly going to come down and the and the fear of exam or the fear of failing in the exams will certainly come down by a very large extent in the mind of students and they can focus more on learning so any nep i am you know banking on nep that it is going to bring the necessary changes required and equip the present generation of students to face the challenges of the world absolutely and i love this uh, quote from uh, william butler reads where he says education is not exactly. the filling of a yeah. pail but the lighting of a fire you also mentioned that uh, uh, dronacharya spent time with the pandavas understood uh, each person's strengths mm-hmm. and then gave them the training accordingly but now probably there will be situations where the teacher doesn't even remember the names of all the students in the class because of the yeah, teacher right. to student ratio because you know the so called uh, personal attention 
is not available to students and uh, our present system doesn't allow the teachers you know to spend enough time with the kids to understand you know them as an individual what their strengths are what their weaknesses are so you know when you don't understand the kid then how can you you know frame uh, anything uh, you know as a policy or as a teaching procedure to help the kid to realize and understand its potential the more time you spend with the kid the more you understand the kid then you know you will be in a position to guide them and mentor them you know towards their success but unfortunately we don't have that that is why i feel you know the parents have a very major role in complementing the efforts of the teachers in in ensuring that you know the kid is understood well objectively and also mentored and coached if they can't do it themselves i think you know probably they should approach you know professional uh, coaches or mentors so that you know the kid would be in a position to accomplish you know whatever he or she sets out in their life right are there any other topics or life lessons that you feel should be part of the education system but uh, are not currently i'm all for it and in fact you know wherever i go to take up teachers training program i do interact with the teachers and managements and ask them you know why is that you can't give you know certain things which is mandatory and inevitable for the kid you know in terms of their growing up but uh, as i already said you know they always uh, um, talk about the limitation of time and you know the focus on the examinations and syllabus but as a career mentor i have seen that there are certain life skills which is absolutely imperative for a kid and that should be taught to kids and then that those skills you know should be embedded in the kids so that when they grow up they'll be able to leverage on that and be successful i'll just name a few first thing for me is today's generation and hint of a challenge or a problem they tend to give it up i mean you know resilience is more or less missing from them they don't know how to bounce back from failures so i usually tell the kids you know it's not a failure because even in our education system if the if the kid doesn't pass an exam we call you know you are you are, you are failed you have not failed in a subject but you are a failure this is the kind of messaging which goes and you know this is what prompts you know many students either to move away from academics or to you know take some drastic measures so what i tell this uh, present generation kids and also the parents and teachers is ensure that your kids have resilience in them because life is always uncertain life will never be a bed of roses it is going to throw lot of challenges at kids and some challenges the kids would be up to it some they might not be able to confront and overcome it but no issues we can learn from our setbacks we can learn from our failures and we have the ability to bounce back and get going because i feel life is all about you know moving on chalti ka naam gaadi we need to keep moving because we all come with some finite uh, timeline so within this time period i need to explore i need to experience i need to learn and then move on because unless i learn as an individual i will not be able to grow therefore for me it's very important that every kid should be taught resilience how to handle failures we have to tell the in fact in my book uh, some parents took uh, you know offense to that i tell in my book please celebrate failures of your kids 
make it look as if it's a very normal event you celebrate birthdays you celebrate certain percentages of your kid you celebrate success of your kid similarly even failure is something like success the, uh, the other phase of success is failure if you cannot perform according to your expectation you consider yourself failure but tell the kid it is okay that is not the end of the world so the kid should be said failure is part of your learning curve if you fail heavens are not going to fall apart it is not the end of the world maybe you have some better options to look at maybe you are knocking at the wrong door so we have to ensure that resilience is part of the education system or the skill uh, set which we have to give the kids and next is grit and determination i again call them you know as uh, two sides of the same coin because look at any of the success stories you know we have in our society you will find that it was grit and determination which were the fuels which ensured that you know the person reached their target or accomplished their goals so we have to tell unless you have these two you are going to find the road pretty bumpy and hard you will not be able to accomplish your goal similarly perseverance i see lot of kids you know they take up something because they find it tough or they lose interest in it they just drop it midway and will jump on to something else and we need to tell them unless you have perseverance in you unless we teach perseverance to them perseverance and patience they will not be able to accomplish the goal what they set for themselves goal setting is again a very important because any goal should be motivating enough it should be energizing enough for a kid so we have to encourage the kid to set goals for themselves we should not do it on their behalf we have to encourage them to set their own goals so that you know they are committed to accomplishing it because they have better accountability if it is their own goals so goal setting perseverance resilience grit and determination and finally for me what is very important is habit formation habit formation because most of the schools you know generally give a wrong message for what they consider is discipline for me discipline is not about you know whether your clothes are ironed whether your shoes are polished in a particular way whether your belt is in place all that is fine absolutely don't have any issues but unfortunately only these optics have been confused to be discipline but we have to tell the kid discipline is something which is going to enhance your productivity as an individual and for you to be disciplined enough you should have the right kind of habits and you should be a very efficient in time management if you are not good at time management if you don't have the right kind of habits then you know you can't be disciplined so these are some of the life skills which is very very important which we have to embed during the kids growing years here you know there shouldn't be any dispute who should teach these uh, skills to kids if schools can do it though they are not doing it at this point in time maybe going forward with nep coming in because nep also includes skills training to kids if the schools does it wonderfully well if they can't do it parents need to monitor the scenario and they have to ensure that all these skills are taught to their kids absolutely these are much needed topics i was reading an article recently where it said that one in 3 kids in uh, america has an anxiety disorder kids these days are facing a lot of uh, pressure from various sources it could be peer pressure or from other See, sources most of the parents uh, you know when they bring their kids right for career counseling to me 
uh, I say most of them, they have you know certain uh, aspirations on behalf of their kids. And you know they would have indirectly or directly communicated that to the kids that I want you to be this so that I can consider you to be successful. So the moment this message goes to the kid and if the kid is not comfortable with that aspiration or goal, then you know it comes under stress. Similarly, the peer pressure, you know, because today we have access to internet, information is available so conveniently. You know, people only, I mean, the society talks only about successful people. And they talk about the benefits, you know, once you become successful. Unfortunately, including the media and the social media, I want them to highlight the struggles what a successful person, you know, has gone through. What is the kind of effort and hard work, hard work, you know, they have put in? What is the kind of grit and determination? What are the challenges they have faced? How they have overcome? I feel these are the things which need to be highlighted by the media and social media as well. So that the kids know, okay, reaching there and the benefits thereof is glamorous, which is projected everywhere. But for me to reach there, this is the kind of efforts, this is the kind of determination and grit I need to display. So this is what you know has to be taught to kids so that they know that in life there is no free meal. Nothing, nothing comes on a platter, you know. Nothing comes easy to them. They need to work towards it and, you know, accomplish things. If this is what, you know, we, we can train the kids on, either by the school or the parents, I think, you know, probably the next generation are going to revolutionize the way, you know, the, this world would be. I, I certainly believe it will be a you know, much better place for all of us to be. Very true. What we see is just the tip of the iceberg, as you mentioned. Talking about uh, jobs or careers, uh, I remember reading um, an article around uh, eight years back, I guess, saying uh, our children will be doing jobs that don't exist currently. And at that point, uh, it didn't resonate with me. I couldn't fully comprehend. But now, based on the evolution of technology, a lot of uh, new careers that never existed 10 years ago are coming up. So can you please talk about uh, the emerging trends yeah. In fact, you know, in the chapter 9 of my book, I have spoken about this particular topic, the impact of technology on new age careers, the emerging trends. I have quoted, you know, a couple of uh, people uh, at the beginning of the chapter. I just want to recollect one quote. Uh, we have an author by name Kathy Davidson. She wrote a book, Now You See It, which was, I think, released in 2018. In that book, you know, she has given a piece of data where she writes, 65% of children entering grade school now will end up working in careers that haven't even been invented yet. So I think that sums up the entire scenario. We are basically trying to teach, trying to equip and trying to coach kids for careers which have still not hit the job market. And there was one more report in World Economic Forum, if I remember it correctly, it said by 2025, at least 48 to 50 percent of the present job profiles would vanish from the job market. So the whole idea is very simple. Automation is impacting the job market big time. It could be artificial intelligence, machine learning, deep learning kind of thing, your 3D printing, your AR, VR tools. 
whatever you cloud computing whatever you can think of you know all these emerging technologies have certainly made a big dent or impact on the job market what it essentially means is the involvement of humans in the job is getting reduced it means any job which is repetitive can be replaced by a machine or can be done better by machine because you know we simply cannot compete though machine is our own invention and creation we can't compete with machine in terms of efficiency and speed 24 bar 7 they can maintain the same speed and efficiency which is not possible by humans so this being the case, any repetitive job any routine job will certainly be automated so there are plenty of jobs say accounting or you know a bank clerk or a teller in a bank or or anyone you know who just enters the data all these sort of jobs will simply vanish from the job market does that mean that you know the job market is going to shrink certainly no like how it happened in india in the late mid 80s to late 80s you know when computers came in there were lot of resistance people were you know saying that computers are going to take up lot of human jobs so you know it should not be brought in in, in a populous country like india but because of that far sighted decision then today india is a leading uh, global service provider when it comes to it and its sector similarly artificial intelligence whether you like it or not is a reality and see the evolution of artificial intelligence it started as you know assisted intelligence where humans used to make decision and the decision was being implemented by machine then we moved on to augmented intelligence where you know we used to take inputs from the machines also so com- collectively used to make the decision and it was getting implemented by machines we are now moved into autonomous intelligence for instance we have you know this driverless car i mean you know where the decision is also made by the machine implementation is also made by the machine based on one command or one input from the human so therefore what we are seeing here is the involvement of human element is getting lesser and lesser in terms of execution of the job and the machines are making the bulk of the decisions and also the implementation part of the job so now the question arises if this continues are machines going to replace humans completely the answer is a firm no but only thing is the nature of human job or the nature of human job profile is going to change it means you will not be involved in making any routine repetitive kind of tasks rather you need to acquire certain special skills it would be like you know jack of sorry jack of all and master of one going forward you have to be a specialist in one particular skill at the same time you also need to be generalist in lot of other skills this is how the job market is going to shape up and gig economy has already kicked up the concept of a, you know an individual joining a company or a domain with one particular skill and you know continuing with the same skill throughout the career that is suddenly has become it that is not the case because learning unlearning relearning is the norm of the day there is so much changes happening that as an individual i need to have that cognitive flexibility i need to show that flexibility in my attitude where I should be okay with unlearning and new learning if i am not okay if i don't have this kind of mindset that is why in my previous question i told what are the important parameters on which as a parent or teacher we need to focus is one is the knowledge other is the skill set 
and third important thing is the personality of the kid because i always believe that attitude comes from our personality so therefore it's very important that a kid or an youngster is trained on all these parameters so that going forward they can make themselves not just comfortable with the changes but also be more and more productive because we know that organizations never work for charity for them it means business so any individual who can be comfortable with the changes and who can make himself or herself productive right from day one those are the kind of people who would be welcomed on board so therefore it's imperative that understand the changes and as i you know mentioned in the quote what the future holds for us it can be anybody's guess so technical skills is project specific for one particular project you need a particular skill and for another project you might not need it but these functionals are human skills what i am talking of like problem solving leadership communication critical analysis these are sort of some of the skills you know these are transferable skills you need these skills to enhance your productivity for every kind of project so therefore the kid have to be trained on all of this and we know that to hone a personality to groom a personality it's not a overtime job you need to be at it for a very long time so that whatever is taught is practiced by the kid and therefore gets embedded in the kid as, as part of their personality so this is what is required and therefore i feel with the nep kicking in and parents also becoming more aware teachers and the school management also have to fine tune their working model to accommodate all of these changes to ensure that the kids are good in knowledge good in problem solving that is the good in understanding of concept and applying the concept to find solutions and also becoming better and better humans so that they will find themselves relevant in the changed world we all say you know it's a vuca world lot of volatility uncertainty and you know complexity has already set in in fact that that's how the world is going to be as we can you know foresee for next few decades and therefore it's inevitable that the kids are trained to face these challenges and also overcome this and be productive wonderful sir this definitely looks like exciting times ahead certainly if you are prepared well it's certainly exciting if you don't prepare the kids then probably you know it can have quite a negative consequences right lastly can you please talk about uh, career lab and your uh, plans for the future yeah uh i am uh, accomplished or uh, a certified uh, career counselor from uh, university of california uh, after that you know i set up my career counseling uh, services uh, but what i realized after uh, you know couple of uh, years is career counseling is a one time activity where you know based on the psychometric assessment of the kid i talk to the kid talk to the parents and uh, you know encourage the kid to explore and uh, help the kid to make the right career choice and then you know give them a road map and there ends you know my interaction with them but then i thought especially with this generation it's not good enough if i just give them some you know solution at that moment because lot of changes are happening in the job market i mean you know so many new age careers are coming up you know it's a huge list 
and now is the time for both the parents and the kids to think of lot of new age careers right formal education fair enough even if they don't have it i can ensure that you know a kid becomes not just successful but also earns a lot because of the skill or talent and the interest you know what they possess that is the kind of wide array of uh, new age careers you know which has come up in the market now the whole idea is how is that i can stay connected with the kid so that i give them the required awareness i encourage the kids to explore and then shortlist according to the psychometric assessment and encourage them to make a decision and also keep providing them all the relevant information and the trends which is happening in their domain and what are the kind of skill set they need to keep you know uh, learning and upgrading themselves with so that when the day and time comes when they have to kick start their career they are all equipped and prepared to be productive from day one so i realize that this is a long run process at least it will go over a couple of years so keeping this in mind i conceived or i designed this concept of career lab like any other physics chemistry lab where you experiment and come to a solution similarly here also we explore we experiment lot of things and finally come to a decision and i as a career mentor also i will ensure that i am there with the kid morally to support and help the kid in accomplishing its goal so therefore this idea of career lab which i found in you know couple of uh, leading institutions in the uk and us i just uh, took few inputs from those labs the way they function i customized it to suit indian requirements and today i am ready with the model my only limitation or drawback is i am actually looking out for uh, few school managements and college managements who can probably associate with me and in fact this uh, story was even featured on the indian express uh who can associate with me so that you know i can establish a career lab in their campus and help their kids so any parent if uh, as an individual if they are interested in allowing and encouraging their kid to uh, explore the career choice and have a career planning they can you know get connected with this career lab if not my intention is if i can establish in this in academic institution i'll be able to reach out to more number of uh, students and as i pointed out you know today is, we are living in a vuca world where things are changing so fast that unless someone is there you know for you to provide all the right kind of information uh, the, the updates about the recent trends and what are the new courses you know which is coming up because with nep coming in what i feel is you know conventional courses are going to lose their uh, relevance and liberal arts education is going to set in and more of all this higher education institution by the mandate of this policy in the next 14 to 15 years they all have to be autonomous and independent institutions it means they need not be affiliated with any universities it means they have complete autonomy in designing the course in designing the pedagogy the way they conduct the tests and examination the way they are going to train the students i mean as you rightly pointed out it's a very exciting phase you know in in an academics provided you make the best use of this policy and therefore i thought career lab is going to you know fit into this change scenario and help the students and the parents in ensuring the kids career success therefore i have established this career lab that's great this should definitely help uh, a lot of students yeah i hope so yes so this would be a simulation of what would happen if a student takes up that career right exactly 
because you know i am actually talking with an investor where you know i want to bring in this uh, virtual reality you know into this career lab setup where the kid should be able to virtually experience a typical day of you know a particular career mhm so that the kid understands the pros and cons the challenges you know which a particular professional has to face because i don't want kids to decide their career based only on the present job trends or the packages you know offered by the corporates because that can change any moment you cannot decide a career based on the likely or the potential uh, you know package you are going to get you, you have to decide in a very different way you need to understand yourself better who you are as an individual your strengths your personality your weakness what are your career interests what are your career motivators and what's your passion do you how much do you enjoy doing this kind of job because we all know that you know if we are not enjoying what we are doing then over a period of time there'll be lot of resistance from our end there'll be grumbling there'll be complaining will be cribbing and you know over a period of time this builds lot of stress in an individual which you have been seeing there's so much of attrition in certain sectors mainly because of the stress you know job related stress and they would quit and you know they want to go in fact uh, i get lot of these you know young professionals with 2 years 3 years 5 years of work experience coming to me and saying i had enough of this job i didn't know what was in it i just did my engineering and took it up but now i don't want to continue i just can't you know because i'm facing lot of health issues i want to move out of it but not sure what is suitable for me i get this kind of you know clients also for career mentoring so what i realized is this particular concept of mind career lab will certainly help the kids or a period of time to understand themselves on all these parameters then explore and decide their career direction and career destination so i call the direction as the north star and the actual career as the north pole so you have to understand both your north star initially and then the north pole and then accordingly have a plan you should at least have you know a 10 years of planning how to go about you know progressing kick start your career and progressing it and then once you are in there again you know lot of changes keeps happening that's why i say you know honing the personality of an individual is very important because the cognitive flexibility or flexibility in your attitude is very important your attitude should be very robust and positive the more rigidity sets into your personality the more stress and resistance you know you are going to uh, give to the changes so resistance is only going to create friction and problems for you both physically as well mentally emotionally and even to your health so therefore holistically we have to ed- educate and create awareness amongst the parents teachers community and also you know in the student community therefore my career lab i sincerely feel you know will provide the solution to all the stakeholders thank you sir this has been an amazing discussion with a lot of priceless insights uh, thank you gautam i am happy that you know i've been able to you know add some uh, new insights you know for the viewers so that they can keep thinking about thank you for listening and i'm sure you found this conversation very useful please share this with parents teachers and students that you know let's meet in the next episode